0: Hello everyone, I'm recording a second episode today because I just got done recording the previous one you probably already listened to called Why I'm Able to Go to Concerts All the Time. So in this episode, we're going to pretend it's a brand new day, right? I even had an outfit change for this episode. But today's drink of the day, as always, is going to be a blueberry alani, right? they quite frankly don't like me alani i think doesn't really vibe with me because i've asked them to sponsor the show i dm them every other day to sponsor me but they just don't budge so for the sake of today's episode i am drinking an alani and it has already kicked in so we're going to talk about my first job right and if you're somebody that's very young you know, younger than me. My name's Jessica. I'm 21 years old. I live in Southern California for now. And I have had a total a grand total of like three different jobs. So, I've been around for a few years enough to know what jobs are all about, you know, and My first job, I'm going to talk about, you know, my experience with my first job, how fucking toxic it was, and some signs to look out for, because a lot of you are little, you know, and a lot of you are going to get exploited for your label, uh, for your labor, for your label, what the fuck am I saying? But a lot of you, you know, chances are, if you've never had a job before, you're going to get exploited, okay, for your fucking labor, for your innocence, for your lack of experience, so... For this episode, I'm gonna give you guys my story from my first job, but also some red flags that you wanna look out for on your job hunt. This summer, let's say you're looking for a summer job, right? Me and my friend, were actually gonna record an episode talking about what it's really like to work at a gym because I think a lot of people for the summertime, they're like, oh, I just wanna work at like someplace fun. You know, I wanna work at a gym which there's tea there. There's a lot of tea with working at gyms. So we are going to get right into my first job, which was not as glamorous or TV reality show worthy as working at the gym. So let's get into it. My first job, I remember I was 18. And it was after my high school graduation and my parents were like, I, Jessica, you're done with high school. You're about to go to college next semester. You can get a job. Cause also it's like, I'm 18. Like I can get a job regardless. But I decided that I was going to start job hunting. And I chose to job hunt on Indeed because it's very easy to submit an application like when you're submitting an application for Target or for any other large company, like you have to go through this like 100 question questionnaire, even for Disney, even for any type of like big company, you know? And it's like, I don't have the time of day to answer, to rate, you know, on a scale of one to five. How much do you believe that, you know, teamwork matters in the work environment? It's like, I don't fucking care. You know, I'm making 15 bucks an hour. Like, shut up. I don't know. I don't want to answer that fucking 100 question questionnaire. And the only reason that it's there is so that you guys know that like I actually care about this job and like getting this job. But also I'm like 18. So like, I don't really know shit. A lot of people get jobs a lot earlier in their life. And a lot of people, you know, I wouldn't say that many people that I know personally, but some people do get jobs when they're like 16 and they work under the table. And I've known a few. It's mostly men, though. Have you guys realized that? Is there more pressure on men to make money in this society? I don't fucking know. That's a question for some philosophical podcasts, but this is not that, you know, we are a podcast where we talk about our trauma and healing and vibes. So I set out to be an office assistant for my very first job, which take the most unorganized ADHD brain, you know, person, me, and put them in an office setting for eight hours a day. And it was not good. Right. Also, I'm 18. And I've never had a job before. But obviously, the CEO of the company really saw something in me. And I was really able and this is one thing too: like, if you're young, and you're trying to like get a job for the summer, you're trying to get hired, I have a whole podcast episode on like how to get hired for your dream job, whatever. But I was really good at talking my way into that job, <laughs> which bit me in the ass down the line. Cause it's like, I know I'm not very qualified for this job, but I'm so good at talking my way into shit that here I am suffering at this job that it pays me like 12 bucks an hour in California. Anyway, this was back when I was 18. So this is like three years ago before minimum wage went up. Um, even then I would look at 15 bucks an hour and be like, holy shit, that's a lot of money. But also, you know, I was younger, I was 18, so it's not really a bag anymore to me, now. Some people in different states might think, like, oh, 12 bucks an hour, like, hell yeah, I'm doing it. That's good money. But in California, girl, you wouldn't... <laughs> 12 bucks an hour in California, you'll get, like, a gallon of gas with that shit, the way things are going. You'll get a gallon and a half, maybe, if you're lucky, if you're at... World Gas or something. My boyfriend goes to World Gas and he loves it, but they're so good to him. Shout out World Gas sponsor Erisat Sarah podcast, please. Anyway, you see the thing about my brain is that I'll talk about something, I'll go off on a tangent and then I forget what I'm talking about. But we're talking about my first job. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. I was offered twelve dollars an hour to be an office assistant for an online shop. I will not say the name because I don't have very nice things to say about this company, but they hired me and I was really proud of myself. I was really excited. I'm like, hell yeah, like I'm going to make some money, you know, before I, my first year of college, I was really excited. You know, usually when you get hired for your first job, it's exciting because it's like, I'm finally going to make my own bag. You know, you're not really going to rely on your parents anymore who wants to rely on their parents you know like unless your parents have a bag like do we do you really want to rely on your parents for money no and i i've talked to people who like have money and like do rely on their parents for money and they're not happy either they don't feel like they deserve it for whatever reason or the other it's like they not happy but then it's like is anyone happy we all try to be we're all trying our best, especially on this podcast. Right. But I get my first job and I meet my coworkers, you know, and I'm actually not going to be an assistant for the CEO. I'm going to be an assistant for his assistant. And when you work for a small business and here's just the truth of the matter and why personally I prefer to actually work for bigger companies And as someone who like wants to have their own company, wants to have their own business, you know, I would hate it if someone was like, I don't want to work for your small business. I'd actually work for like a big corporation and shit. But after my experience, like working for a smaller company, I can see why a lot of people don't want to work for small businesses. And the truth of it is that when you work for a small business, Um, A lot of times, you know, they like people that don't have much experience because they can exploit you in a way. And I don't like talking shit about small businesses. You know, I have I had a small business and I have thought about hiring someone and paying them like 20 bucks an hour because I know what it's like to not really have a job before and be exploited. But I do think that it is true that some small businesses are out to get the inexperienced. And even if then, like, when you work for a small business, you're like what you sign, you know? When you work for a small business, you're agreeing to what's on paper, but then you'll work for them and they'll have you do like a bunch of other shit. So you'll be doing stuff that's technically not your job, but because you work there, it becomes your job. So I went from, I'm just, you know, an assistant to the assistant, you know, I'm not really running this shit. But when I was there, they're like, no, bitch, you're running this shit. Like you're doing like customer service. You're doing this, you're doing that, whatever you can do to help the company thrive, you're going to do. And, you know, it's like, this is my first job. I don't have that much experience. So I'm just going to do what they tell me because this is my first job. And I feel like that's a lot of the case for people that have never had a job before you start working for someone. They know that you're inexperienced, you know, they know that and they can really take advantage of you. And I think that for a lot of young people going out there and if, even if this is your first job or even if this is your second job, a lot of times like companies will try to exploit you in a way or like managers and shit. So you really got to watch out for those red flags and really stand your ground and set your boundary when it comes to them having you do all this extra shit that's not even part of your job, you know, because a lot of people will do that and they'll have you do things that aren't on your job uh, application or weren't on your agreement. So working as an office assistant, they'd have me do all these extra tasks for the company. You know, which I didn't mind because I really wanted to prove myself to them. And I think that another thing, when you have a first job and you're so young and inexperienced and you don't really know any better. All you want to do is like impress them, the company, the manager, maybe move up, maybe get a raise and you will literally quite do anything to move up in the company or to be acknowledged because I feel like as a worker, one of the things that makes you want to become a good worker is you know do good and get acknowledged for it. And if you're not getting acknowledged for it, it's kind of like disheartening and it can it can set you off from even wanting to do good in for the company and stuff. So I was in a place where my managers were constantly not approving of the work that I was providing them with, right? And I think, in my opinion, like my manager wanted to get rid of me so bad that she would just pull shit out of her ass and say like I was doing XYZ wrong. But really, she just didn't want me to work there anymore. I don't know why she didn't like me. Um, I was also 18 and I was also very annoying. I'm not going to even begin to lie there. But if you don't like me as a person. And you try to find any other way to get me fired through the work I'm doing, even though it's perfectly fine and perfectly the way that you taught me to do it. Then that's kind of shady, you know, and these people were like 30 and I'm like this 18 year old fresh out of high school. It's like, I don't really know what I'm doing, you know, but I know that I'm trying my best and I'm doing things exactly how you taught me to do them. So. If you're somebody that, you know, you just graduated high school, you're going to college, you're going after your first job, your first real job, whatever, really pay attention to the vibes that you get. And it sounds kind of stupid, but in reality, like your intuition will tell you if a job environment is good for you or not. Every single job that I've had, if I don't get a good, you know, feeling from it, like if I feel like I'm being gaslit if I feel like I'm being manipulated by my manager or I feel like my coworkers are toxic, I will fucking leave that job, no questions asked. Because a lot of it compounds, you know, at the beginning of certain jobs, don't take the beginning of jobs at face value because you really gotta be in the job working there for a a little bit, a few months, a few weeks, you know, before you really get the vibe of what it's really like. Because when you start a job, Everything's going to seem so perfect and so amazing and supportive and we're here to help you. We're here to train you, blah, blah, blah. Do not fall for the niceness you get firsthand, okay? Because the truth will come out down the line. And down the line, if you've been fed all these like bad, like fake good vibes, and then down the line, it's like your manager's talking shit behind your back or like your coworkers are toxic as fuck. You know, then you're like confused because it's in your head. It's like when I first got here, it was such a good environment to be in. And now I just feel like I'm constantly being gaslit and manipulated and the people around me are not good for me. And when it gets to that point in a job, you've really just got to dip because it's not going to be good for you and it's going to cloud your mind and it's become all you think about. And when all you can think about is how much you hate your job, like that's going to trickle down to other parts of your life. Like, you know, my job sucks. My relationship sucks. My friendships suck. I'm not happy and it's going to affect you. And that's just the end of it. Like a bad job can affect your mental health in a way that you don't want it to. And a lot of people now, are very unhappy with their jobs. I don't really know too many people that are happy with the job that they have. And I would much rather have a job where, you know, the job that I'm unhappy in, it might be easy as fuck, but if I'm not happy doing that job, then I'm no longer gonna be there because money, will. I will never put money over my mental health ever. And that's something that I've learned down the line. And it also comes from a place of like, understanding money a little bit more, you know, because your relationship with money has to be like, if you want to make good money, you have to have a good relationship with money. You know, you have to be thankful for it. And no matter what amount it comes to you in, you have to be thankful when it leaves. You have to be thankful when you can buy stuff and gratitude and money go hand in hand, you know? And a lot of times what I've heard is that your relationship with money It's a lot like your relationship with a romantic partner, which is really interesting because if in your romantic relationships, you know, there's a lot of drama. There's a lot of like, I love you and I hate you and I want you to be with me and you're chasing and you're just like, no, I want you so bad. And it's like, fuck you, I don't like you. Like it's dramatic, it's chaotic. You know, if your relationship, your romantic relationships are like that, where you're chasing, you know, you're being dramatic, the person you're with is like mistreating you, blah, blah, blah. Your relationship with money is kind of going to reflect that too. And you're probably not going to be in a good place financially. And I can say right now that I'm in a pretty good, healthy relationship. And I'm so thankful. Literally every day I like write in my journal how thankful I am for my relationship. And I just feel so blessed by God. And when I have really tough times that's sometimes what gets what gets me out of it is knowing that i've been blessed in so many ways being grateful for the things that have come into my life you know like this apartment that i live in and i live alone so it's like my apartment i'm thankful for my equipment that allows me to make this podcast and produce good content for people um i'm grateful for my creative skills and abilities and whenever you're in a bad place or whenever you're down really just think about like everything you're thankful for you know the roof over your head or like if you have one family member that you can call on the phone and be like hey like i'm going through this or like one person out there that like you know you can rely on like you have more than enough you know and really remind yourself of that whenever you're in a bad place and never ever stay at a job that you hate because it's hard for me to talk about this you know because for some people i know they work they have kids and they don't have the luxury of staying of leaving a job you know they don't have that financial stability but if you are if the stakes aren't very high for you you know and you fucking hate your job and you're like 20 or in college or something, leave your fucking job. You don't have to stay in a job if you hate it. And I hate the fact that so many people are in jobs that they don't like because of money. Never put money over your mental health, period. Like you might think the $15 an hour you're making right now is like the best you'll ever do, but just quit your job You know spend some time reflecting and journaling like a day and then go on linkedin and actually job search and you'll see that there's so many opportunities online to make money you'll see that there's so many ways for you to freelance and make way more than like you were making at your job and getting paid bi-weekly and getting treated terribly for you know and that's really the route that i took where i left the job I was at before and I was like fuck this I need I need more money and I need to be treated better so I'm gonna get a job where I can choose how much I make I can choose the hours that I work and I can choose the type of people that I want to work with if you give me a bad vibe if you are shady or you are not a good person I will not work for you period I refuse to work for anybody that is not a good person because they can be nice to you. you know, they can be buddy buddy with you, invite you to out for drinks, invite you with their friends, whatever. But if you're not a good person to the around to the people around you, I don't believe that you're a good person to me. So I'm not gonna work for you. And when you're young, it's really hard to be in that mindset because you know you haven't had as much experience to where it's like, you don't really know how a job is supposed to be. When you get a first job, you're like, oh, if they like talk negatively to me, maybe that's just how jobs are, you know? But the other day, by the way, I was at TJ Maxx because I fucking love TJ Maxx. TJ Maxx, if you wanna sponsor this video or this episode, uh, Taft Marketing at 21gmailcom But I was at TJ Maxx the other day And I was going because I have been on this, like, sober streak, you know? I don't really want to smoke. I want to have, like, a chill night routine that doesn't involve smoking. So I went to TJ Maxx for some self-care stuff, and I actually got a lot of cool shit at TJ Maxx. I got, like, these iPad things. Like, not iPad, but, like, iPad, you know? And I got, like, this Hello Kitty uh, headband for when I'm doing my skincare. But as I was in the skincare section there was the dressing room next to that section, right? And the way that the manager was talking to the girl that was managing the dressing rooms was scary to me. And I wanted to like talk to her and be like, hey girl, like she was very young, you know, she was, you know, working a retail job and she's like 16 or 18 even. And I really wanted to go up to her and be like, hey, like, don't let her talk to you like that, you know? Like, she shouldn't be talking to you like that. And you're so young, and you have so many other, like, go be a fucking babysitter or something, and, like, work for a good family, you know, or something. Like, but that woman should not be, your boss should not be talking to you that way. Like, that was so disrespectful that if that were me and some my manager spoke to me like that, I'd be fucking gone, I do not give a fuck. You know, it's like if my manager speaks to me that rudely, I'm going to walk right out that fucking door because 50 bucks an hour, girl, and all you put me through ain't worth it. I don't care. I, I don't care. And that's like something I'm also thankful for is growing up. My mom didn't give a fuck about anything and anyone. So in a way, it kind of trickled down to me to where it's like, I'm kind of someone now that doesn't really give a fuck about anyone's opinion. Um, obviously I do care about people, which that's where me and my mom differentiate, but I don't care what people think about me because I know that at the end of the day, like if you're confident in yourself, if you're secure in yourself, you don't give a fuck about what everyone else is doing. You care about yourself and you care about being a good person and putting good out into the world, and encouraging other people. So fuck anyone that has anything bad to say about you, because if they do, that only shows their own insecurity, that only brings up their own triggers and their own trauma, and has nothing to do with you. I'm actually reading this book. Um, It's not here where I'm looking for it, but it's actually right there. It's called The Four Agreements. And one of the agreements that he talks about in the book is don't take anything personally. Because anytime anyone like criticizes you or judges you or is mean and nasty to you, it's all a reflection of how they feel on the inside, how they feel about themselves. So never take that shit seriously. If somebody, you know, if you're in high school and somebody's bullying you and saying mean things, it's all back to them. It's all back to their own hurt self and trauma. So if you ever feel discouraged, if you ever you're working at a job and your manager is being a an ass to you you know you don't have to take that shit and you don't have to work for people that are miserable it's like okay you're like old as fuck and you're working here so you're miserable so you want to come after me and make me feel like shit no way like i'm done working here and i've had situations like that in the past before where it's like and it usually comes from older people for whatever reason that are working the same job as me it's like you're 10 years older than me and you're talking shit behind my back, or you hate me because I'm like, what, 19, 20, and I'm working at the same place as you, and I actually enjoy life, and you don't, and I don't mean to like shit on anyone, it's just like, I'm somebody that will encourage the people around me, you know, it's like, I don't care if you're Joe down the street, or my fucking grandma, or something, like, if you tell me like, hey, I'm in a, spend all my money on this business or not necessarily that. But if you say like, Hey, I want to be like an artist or I want to be a musician. I will be the first person that like cheers you on for that shit. And I'm proud that I'm that way because there's a lot of people out here that if you tell them I want to be a TikToker, I want to be a YouTuber, they will look you straight in the eye and be like, that's unrealistic. That's impossible. But I really proud in myself on being someone that genuinely cares about making, bringing out people's specialties, specialties, as I like to call them, you know, but I think that a lot of people are, everyone, everyone, literally anyone you, you meet on the street, they have a talent, and I was telling my therapist this the other day, but, like, my dream and my goal every time I meet someone new is to, like, figure out what that person's good at and figure out their talent and let them know what they're good at, You know, and a lot of times, they'll have this thought in the back of their mind, like, this person might be, you know, they might be a really good artist, but they'll be working at, like, Applebee's or something, and in the back of their mind, they're like, damn, I I would really love to be, like, an artist one day. Like, that that sounds so amazing, and, like, you know that these people are amazing at drawing, so I will always be that person that encourages somebody to go the fuck after what they want to go after, and... I should make this entire podcast episode about how, like, if you want to be a mermaid, like you can 100% be a mermaid for a living. I talk about this so much, but if you wanted to be a mermaid for the rest of your life, like you could be a mermaid. And I genuinely believe that. So whenever somebody tells me their goals and their aspirations, I fully believe it. And I fully believe that they're capable of doing whatever they dream about doing. Because when you think about it, We all don't have the same dreams, you know, that person's dream might be to become like a really great photographer for a living. That's not my calling. That's not my dream. So if this person has the passion for it, if they have that like calling, that feeling that like this is what they're meant to do in their life, I fully trust that shit. Because not all of our callings are the same. That's 100% true. None of our callings are the same. You know, I'm specifically called to thrifted fashion and podcasting and being a public speaker. To someone else, they're like, ew, thrifting? Ew, public speaking? So that's how I kind of know that, like, I'm meant to do, that I'm living in the vibration of what I'm meant to be doing. Because to other people, like, my interests seem like, what the fuck, that's weird. Um, And I had this experience the other day, too, with my boyfriend, because we filmed that podcast episode together where we really we talked about kids not necessarily us having kids don't get it twisted but we talked about you know trauma and how it can affect kids my parents are divorced his are still together so we kind of gave that perspective too of like divorced parents versus not divorced parents and we talked about passive parenting and hitting your kids like is that right or wrong so we got really into like all these crazy topics with children and i just saw him be so comfortable and i think that my boyfriend's like so smart and artic- he's so articulate so smart and he has all these amazing ideas and i was just so thankful to have him on the podcast because I think giving someone a platform to express themselves and really showcase their interests and their talents is amazing. And I want to continue doing that in my life. With that being said, I'm going to end the episode here, you guys. If you guys would like to be on the podcast, uh, don't hesitate to DM me on Instagram, Jessica M as in mom, Liz. That's it for today, guys. I filmed two episodes in a row. This one's kind of all over the place because um, I'm, you know experimenting with this brand new setup you'll probably see video clips of it online if not you don't need to because you already listened to the podcast itself and the rest was for marketing so thank you guys so much for tuning in again follow me on instagram post on a short on your story share this with a friend and i'll see you guys in the next one Bye bye